Hello, welcome to Adore Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Sam. And we are here today with Rissa. Yay! Yay. Welcome, Rissa. <laughs> She's here to talk to us about pole dancing for fitness and fun. Yes. Yay! So tell us how you got into pole. So it's a funny story, actually. I feel like everyone says that, but <laughs> it's a funny story. So in 2013, my cousin, she had just had a baby. And I went over to her house, and she had a pole in her living room. And she's like, hey, I got this. My husband made it. He, like, spray-painted it, made it all kinds of pretty covers. Yeah, colors. Sorry, excuse me. Um, Yeah, he worked in a car shop, so, like, they had, like, parts around. And so he made this pole for her and put it in the living room, and she was, like, using it. And she's like, yeah, why don't you try try it out? Um, So I did. And... Basically, one spin in, in the home of my cousin, and I was hooked. Um, and by that summer, I bought my own pole. And then by uh, January 2014, I took my first pole class in a studio. Yeah. Okay, so clear this up for me. The pole itself spins, or no? Sometimes. No, yeah, she's right. Uh, okay. Sometimes there is stationary and spin mode. Okay. And there are some poles that are just stationary, and then there are some poles <laughs> that do both. But, like, there's not one that just stays spinning all the time. It okay. has, like, little screws on the bottom to where you can put it to static or to spin. Spin static combos. That's what they're called. We sell them. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's why I know that. And, yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah. good to know. I always... I, they come in different millimeters. Yes. You can get, like, thicker poles or mm-hmm. thinner poles. That's yeah, true. It's fun. I always thought that they didn't spin ever. And then I was, like, watching videos and was mm-hmm. like, that totally looks like that pole is spinning. Like, there's also... That sounds like... It hurts to not have it spin. <laughs> it takes some getting used to, and there are some really incredibly talented dancers who can move themselves around the pole to make it look like they're spinning. And, um, yeah, that takes a lot of work. <laughs> um, and it's incredibly exhausting. It's, it's as exhausting as it looks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Okay, so when starting with pole, did you... Like, does it, do you wear anything to, like, protect your skin to start with? Or do you just, like, deal? Is it, like, playing guitar? Um, it's kind of like you just deal with it. Uh, but there are different wraps and stuff out there that they have developed over the years where you can get a silicone pole and you can get Ooh. wraps to wrap around your pole so you don't have to, you know, declothe to do it. But I, I just dealt with it. Just because when you get more um, advanced and you're doing, like, more of the advanced combos, you have to have that grip. So, but I prefer not to, you know, rely on grip wraps or anything like that. So it is kind of a thing that you just got to deal with it. But if you're just doing it in the comfort of your home, it's really just up to whatever you like. If you want to invest in a grip wrap, then awesome. But if you ever compete got to get used to it because yeah. they don't put grip wraps on people <laughs> on poles for people and you so. have to be pretty naked like for your because you know you i guess your skin has to have a certain amount of contact mm-hmm. with the pole so all the girls wear like wide net fishnets and yes things that expose you a little bit mm-hmm. weirdly so backstory i manage an adult store for those of listeners who don't know and we have a lot of dancers who dance for a living mm-hmm. who shop with us. So we sell poles, we sell dancewear, we mm-hmm. sell shoes. Mm-hmm. And 
lately they've all been looking for leg warmers. Yes. That's like the trend. And yeah. I don't, in the years that I have worked here, huh. I don't know, the leg warmer thing has never happened. And in the last three months or so, everybody needs leg warmers for pole dancing. Yeah. Well, it's really nice in the winter months um, if you're taking from a studio or even if you're like going to your establishment of work. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to wear on your legs to warm them up because I can say that. I love my leg warmers. I've had them for a while, and it's kind of nice. You just throw them on, and if you're trying to warm up real quick, you don't have to, like, basically run around. You can kind of warm your legs <laughs> up by having them in there. So it's kind of like a, a cool trick, and it's great for floor work moves and, you know, yeah. doing stuff wallowing like around on the floor. putting the little knee pads on the exactly. babies. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so what... Has pole, like, what effect has doing pole had on your self-confidence and self-image? Oh, my gosh. It did amazing things for me because when I started taking classes, I was in a really bad, bad part of my life. I was um, not confident in myself. I was overweight. I didn't feel sexy. And I was just drinking all the time to self-medicate. And I just was not in a healthy place. And when I started pole dancing, I, I fell in love with it. The camaraderie, the community, the atmosphere. They, like, took me in with open arms, like, you're a woman. It's okay to feel sexy. It's okay to do this, you know? Like, we are here, and you are going to be accepted and loved for the state you are at right now. And that just, like, stuck with me. And... From then on, I've just been hooked, you know. I love the sexy part of pole. Like, I cannot deny it. I love the mm-hmm. fitness part, but what really made me love it was the sexy part because it made me confident in myself as a woman. And, you know, it's okay if I want to shake my butt, all right? No one's – it's not hurting anybody, and I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. And it gave me, like, a sense of empowerment that – like I never had. So it did amazing things for me and I highly recommend it for anybody <laughs> who is like not confident or not doesn't feel sexy. Take a pole class. Seriously. Man, woman, take a pole class. Seriously. It's great. Are there a lot of different uh, body types? Yes. Because yes. that's the thing that I would be nervous about because I, I'm a pretty strong person. Mm-hmm. I have a good amount of... She's farm strong according to my mom. That's... In case you don't know what farm strong means, <laughs> you don't go to the gym, which is wrong. I do go to the gym four times a week, but uh, you don't go to the gym, but you're strong when you need to be. And she thinks that because once I lifted her king size mattress, which is not really that big of a feat. Uh, but according to my mother, that's what farm strong means. Um, I actually go to the gym and lift weights, so I don't know where she's getting I'm pretty sure that was her nice way of saying you look weak, but you're not. Grow you fat, like you're strong. <laughs> so, but that's my, my concern I am pretty confident in my body. Mm-hmm. I have, like, probably a little bit too good of a self-image. I think I have reverse no body dysmorphia. Mm. Like, I think that I think I look a lot better than I actually look. My idea of myself is, like, mm, a 10. And probably <laughs> other people are like, you're a six and a half. And that is fine. It works very well for me. I encourage everyone to see yourself as a lot hotter than you really are. <laughs> but no, it's great. It's I think great. that I would be a little bit nervous to be... In that state of undress. And as mm-hmm. a queer person, I don't know that I would feel like that would be my space. I don't know why I think mm-hmm. that, but I guess I think of dancing and, like, pole dancing as a very, like, 
heteronormative activity. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Just because you have yeah. the idea of a strip club and right. a whole bunch of guys making rain dollar bills and stuff. And while there are, that is not even really what a strip club is, I guess. No. That's just <laughs> what I think of in my brain. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, what's your input on that? You absolutely can do it, and I highly recommend you to do so. Um, because when I started pole, I was not fit. I could not lift myself on the pole. But, you know, they taught me things for, there's things at every level. And if you just keep doing it, your body will transform into like what you want it to be and what it's meant to be. And like, it was the first time I ever felt confident in myself and in my body, ever. (laughs) I mean, ever. So there are lots of different body types that do it. And at the studios that I've studied at over the years I've seen all kinds of body types all shapes all sizes you know tall skinny you know short stout whatever so I just think you should try it it was fun to try yes yes a little bit embarrassing but (laughs) and my whole resolution for 2018 is to stop doing things that I'm afraid of looking stupid doing yeah Yeah. but I can imagine like everyone starts somewhere so Mm -hmm. like just because a person looks a certain way yeah. now, like, you don't know where they started. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. could have started, I, like... And I think of that all the time when I'm at the gym. Yeah. I always... I'm a person who I'm very confident. I have a lot of, like, social confidence in most situations. But I also have weird and very localized social anxiety about yeah. very specific pinpoint things, mm-hmm. which is so silly. But one of the things that I get a ton of anxiety about is looking stupid yeah. while working out. Yeah. I'm very concerned that there are people watching me use weight machines and mm. thinking, oh my god, that girl has no clue what she's doing. Look how she's <laughs> doing the stupid weight machines. To the point where before I use a new weight machine, I Google how to use it correctly. Which is probably also good so you don't hurt yourself on a weight machine. But I'm very concerned with people thinking you look real dumb. Which is crazy because I'm in the middle of this like fitness awakening thing yeah. that I'm doing. And I've lost... 10 pounds, I've gained a bunch of muscle, I've lost, like, many inches. Awesome. And not that that should be the ultimate goal for working out or anything, but I think that all the time people are looking at people at the gym who aren't what their idea is of Mm -hmm. physically fit and thinking, oh, my God, that person looks terrible, they look crazy. But you don't know Mm -hmm. what their journey looked like at the beginning, and you don't know what kind of changes they've made Mm -hmm. with their body. And that's the thing that I think about all the time at the gym tangent but that's no worries constantly aware of that um so the difference between like a gym and a pole like or aerial studio um there's not that at all because if you're coming into the studio this is a safe space for you to express yourself through dance or through pole or aerial you know this is about being confident and you know being happy with who you are and what you're doing right now and one other thing that I didn't get to touch on is when you were talking about, um, you know, the hetero activity. Really, it's... I, I don't know. You're fine. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> it's one of those things where when you come to this space, you are there to just be. You know, no one's going to be looking at you like, oh, she can't do that move. Because we've all been there at some point in our poll lives and it's and if someone's there to judge you then they need to get the heck out because that's not what like 
Cole Studios are about. And every single one that I've ever been in, there I have always felt welcomed, you know, no matter what stage I'm at, no matter, you know, what your gender identity is or, you know, what uh, your uh, sexual preferences be, like, you are welcome there, you know. And this new studio that I am going to be going to, it's all-inclusive, you know. We are taking men we are taking children because we've had a lot more people calling and interested about that now. Ooh, yes. And it's super exciting That's because super I think exciting. Cincinnati is <laughs> finally coming around. Before, it was kind of just this taboo and all the studios were just like, we're women-only studio, you know, mm-hmm. because they want it to be safe. They want women to be able to come and feel safe. Mm-hmm. But, like... People just need to be more welcoming, uh, no matter if you're hetero or gay or queer or anything. You know, you just you have to be accepting of all people, no matter where they're at in their journey. So I can't decide if it sounds more appealing to me to be in a one on one class with an instructor and just me. Or to be in a group of people who also don't know what they're doing, so I'm not the only one. I would choose the I group keep... so I could be group. at the back. <laughs> the I do. I do love that. I do love mm-hmm. that. I think that that would be. It's a little reassuring when you're not the only one who doesn't yeah. know what you're, what's going mm-hmm. on. So maybe a beginners class would be less intimidating. Beginners classes are great, and I honestly go back to beginners classes a lot too because you know I can rediscover the movement that I've already learned, and. I think it's so awesome, like, seeing people in beginner classes because they're, like, they all come in and they're, like, oh, my gosh, like, what do I expect? I don't know. (laughs) And, like, when they leave a class, they're, like, so happy with themselves, like, wow, like, I felt sexy doing this move in the mirror, you know? Like, this is great. Like, I feel great. And a lot of times the other people aren't looking at you. Mm -hmm. They're looking at themselves, like, wow, like, I just did that. Or, here, how do I do this move just so, you know? And so just remember, like, it's it's a totally safe and welcome space. I watched a BuzzFeed video, mm-hmm. and everyone can laugh about that because it's BuzzFeed, and it's the most easily digestible <laughs> source of media on the planet. But you know the series Ladylike on BuzzFeed? Have you ever watched that? No. So mm-hmm. it's this group of five or six, I don't know how many of them there are, women who work at BuzzFeed, and they're very different from each other. Yeah. And they do these little videos and challenges, and they try things out, and they do all this stuff together. Kind of like the Try Guys? Yes, it's the lady version of the Try Guys. Okay, gotcha. So it's called Ladylike, (laughs) and uh, they do, like, Ladylike tested and Ladylike approved or Mm -hmm. something like that. So one of the girls in Ladylike, her name is Devin. I hope we don't get sued by BuzzFeed for me talking about this, Lord. You won't. That's true. Devin does a pole fitness called s pole i want to say mm-hmm. and i feel like i need to look that up because i might be wrong about is it, it with the silks in the in the pole hers is just pole but now i'm going to look it up because i am afraid that i'm saying that that's not what it's called but she is an instructor mm-hmm. and she talks about it like it is a religious experience it is a religious experience and she <laughs> we're going to do a pause right here in editing because i do need to look this up so i'm not saying the wrong thing yeah yeah okay. yeah um, I feel like I keep getting tripped up on my words. I think <laughs> you're doing great. Recording for one second. There is, um, I, I don't know the actual word for it, but there is this thing. I think it's called like something pole, but it's like where they attach With the, the silks. Silk. Yeah. And that's like, that's like a really cool adaption of pole. Yeah. So. But okay. So S factor, not S pole. And they, the group, this lady like group is very varied and they have a girl mm-hmm. who's a lesbian and they have a plus size girl and they mm-hmm. have a girl who's 
real curvy and super cute, but very insecure in her body and yeah. won't wear shirts that show any cleavage, it mm-hmm. seems. And they all do this class, and they all seem like they have a really good time, and they all do way better than they thought they would do. Yes. It seems like a very intimidating thing in terms of fitness, but they all seem to get it pretty quickly. Yeah. And even though, you know, they're doing more basic moves and they do a lot of, like, floor work and things like that, Mm -hmm. it did make it look very appealing and very fun. So I encourage anybody who's listening who has no idea what a pole fitness class might look like to go look up this lady, like, pole fitness class. And they do it for months, so I think they do four different classes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have time to work on it. It's not just one class where they walk in and leave still flailing around Mm -hmm. and never Mm -hmm. get any better at it. But uh, it did, it made it look very approachable and appealing and like, and they light candles and have mood lighting and nice music and good smells and things. That sounds like a good, that sounds like a nice time to me. It is. It's a great time. And um, it's definitely a religious experience. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that because I experienced it myself. Like, when I walked into that studio and I took that first class, and there were things that were hard, but it's like the, uh, the students in there and the instructor especially, like, took the time to, you know, take me aside and help me through moves and stuff. And, like, when you progress with other women, you know, even though they differ in size or, you know, how they look or whatever, it's like you, you have this, like, community and one thing that I loved about the studio I took at, I took at Pole Kittens. That was the first one I ever took at, and she's still um, up and running in Cincinnati. She's I hear great. About her a lot. Yes, V is great. Um, she is. She does classes more at a slower style, and um, she also specializes in sexy pole. I remember coming into her class, and she's got ten inch pleasers on, and I mean, we sell those. Yeah. They come with a warning on them that say not to walk in them. They (laughs) are huge. And, I mean, the way she walked with Grace, it just, like, I fell in love with that. And, um, you know, by the end of the class, like, your uh, students, your friends, your classmates are, like, cheering you on. And it's just great. Like, the way she had it set up, you would take... Um, you take like a month class. So then you'd come every week and then each class you would learn like a different couple of moves. So it's at a very nice slow pace, especially for people who are really like kind of scared, like, oh, what do I do? You know, um, so it's a lot slower. You really get to like um, learn and absorb the move. And then by the end of the workshop or like, you know, the group of classes, we have like a performance. So you get to like come in and dress up and then all the girls like in or well, yeah, girls because we don't have men at the studio. Um, But like they get to perform and you get to pick out a song to like perform these moves to. And she like basically gives you a routine that you get to perform. And I think I loved that the most is that, you know, I got a chance to perform you get a chance to cheer on your other classmates and that empowerment like really made it stuck for me. So I, it kept me coming back. I mean, here I am four years later. So I love, 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 love about the pole dancing community, how empowering the women are to each other. Like you, if you look at any pole gram, pole, like I said program, gosh, I'm so addicted now. <laughs> um, if you look at any poll posts at Instagram and you scroll through those comments, you just hear like, they work, oh, bitch, work it, oh, bitch, you on fire, this, blah, blah, blah. You know, they love each other. And 
I love it. It, It's just amazing. Like all these incredibly strong, like sexy, powerful women just like cheering each other on. And you don't see that a lot. And that's why I so push it because I just want that for everybody else. I want anybody who's interested in it to experience that. And like I have never felt so powerful than with I do pole, so that's why I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, so. Um, on top of doing pole, you also have a baby. Yes. So tell us about um, how your journey, because you started doing pole before you had him, mm-hmm. um, like how becoming a mom maybe like changed your relationship with your pole practice. Yes, it definitely did. Um so I was doing pole for a while. I just recently had Xander. He's six months old now. And when I did a lot of activity uh, through pregnancy, I'd say I stopped doing aerial and pole in like the second trimester. I actually did a performance when I was two months pregnant. And like throwing up and like in that, oh yeah, it, it was a nightmare, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I'm doing this performance, <laughs> damn it. Um, but um, in the second trimester, I did more yoga because like the toll that pregnancy takes on your body is like when you've never done it before, I was just like totally taken aback for it. I was not prepared for it. So I really, really slowed down and I felt guilty about that. And then third trimester, that was out. Like, I could barely walk, you know? (laughs) Um, And so after I had Xander, I was, like, itching to get back on and get back to it. And my body was just like, nope. And it took a little while. And I'd say about uh, probably six months. Six months it took me to actually being able to, like, climb and get things back. But it's really interesting because your body, it takes like a hiatus and they say nine months on, nine Mm -hmm. months off or nine months off, nine months on. Um, So now, now I'm just now starting to get my body back used to that again. It's very interesting because it's like muscle memory, you know, Mm -hmm. I thought I had forgotten and I thought I was going to completely start over from scratch. But there are things that like I remember, like my body remembers doing. So it's kind of cool that I'm relearning things and making new discoveries. So it's actually pretty cool, um, you know, losing weight, doing pole, becoming, like, pretty good at it, and then going through pregnancy, basically relearning my body, mm-hmm. relearning all these things, but making new discoveries. So it's pretty pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's awesome, because it does um, change your body a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would imagine that with pole, it's similar to yoga, where... You have to be so in touch with every part of your body that you're using Mm -hmm. and so conscious of, like, what's happening and Mm -hmm. how you can use that to make your body do what you want it to do Mm -hmm. that you have. It, like, forces you to relearn your body Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah, it's it's been a pretty interesting process. Um, you know, there are things that like I could do off the bat that I didn't expect to, but then there were other things that were completely different and harder for me. So it's kind of interesting how pregnancy like kind of tore up my body. And I had a C-section, by the way. Okay. So I wasn't able to really start physical activity for a few months. 
And like, I remember, I thought I would never heal. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, <laughs> felt like an eternity. But, and my, I remember how like crappy I felt when I had that C-section and like how my abs were just like, it hurt to even get up out of bed, much mm-hmm. less like think about like inverting on the pole. Like that, <laughs> I felt like I was like, I'm never going to get back. But you know, that's yeah. postpartum stuff. You, you, your hormones adjust and now and now I'm like, okay, all right, this is doable. This is, I can do this again, mm-hmm. <laughs> again. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's good to be gentle with yourself. But mm-hmm. also, like, I feel yeah. like for me, I would get in my head, like, I'm going to do this. And then I'd go do it and be like, oh, I can't do it. Like, I, it's frustrating yes. to be like, like, I feel like my body is just, yes. like, really holding me back right now. Yes, it's <laughs> like, so keep hard. your life together, body. <laughs> it is so hard to, especially post-pregnancy <laughs> and post postpartum, to be gentle on yourself because it's like you want to get back to like where you were Mm -hmm. and to like see your body in that in that state it's it's frustrating but you have to remember you know hey I grew a person and I like had this person ejected out of me or like you know basically taken (laughs) out (laughs) yeah like a VHS tape (laughs) quite a visual there but yeah I mean like my abs were literally cut and so it's going to take some time for them to grow back and readjust things. Like, my ab workouts now feel completely different after having a baby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's very interesting. And uh, it's so important to take your time, especially, like, doing this sport. It it requires you to take all those pro- uh, those proper steps You know, you don't want to, like, go up to the pole and be like, oh, well, you know, my abs feel pretty good, so I'm just going to throw and kick myself up. And that's not good. You have to take your time. You have to be safe about it. That is so, so important. And even more so important now that I have a baby because I used to be really hard on myself doing pole. And I just I'd go to classes like five times a week. I wasn't like great at stretching. And now like I'm so bad at stretching. Yes. (laughs) I hate doing it. I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. I I love stretching, but I'm not flexible. Yeah. (laughs) And I was not very thorough with I mean, aside from classes, like my own personal studies, like I wasn't good at like warming up first and then like cooling down. Like I'd just be like, all right, I'm going to pole practice at my house because I've self-taught for a few years. So like I would just go into my pole room and then just swing around and, you know, dance for a few songs. And that was like my workout, which is great for like freestyle practice. But like really you should be warming up, doing your conditioning, you know, so like doing your your crunches, your your uh, push-ups, all of that, doing your whole body, like, conditioning, and then getting to the pole. And then cooling down, stretching, those important muscles that you don't think about, like your wrists. Wrists get so, so much work done on them through pole, like handstands, doing the spins, doing, like, twisted handsprings, and the list goes on and on. So wrists definitely get a lot of... um, Yes, wear and tear. Thank you for the words, but yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, yay. Okay, so. so. Oh, sorry, girl. Go ahead. Rissa, a question (laughs) that I have is I want to hear about 
the social responses that you get from people when you tell them that you do poll. Oh, yes. Um, so, of course, there's lots of, I get lots of DMs and males, <laughs> like, hitting me up. And um, Because you have a, an internet presence for this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I have an Instagram, and I did. Where can people find you on Instagram if they would like to? Yeah, my name is mylady underscore say what. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's no extra A's in that, but it's just my lady say what with a little underscore. Um, and, yeah, so find me there. And I post a lot of poll stuff, um, just a lot of my home practice right now. But, uh, yeah, my my internet presence I'd say there are a lot more women on Instagram that get more attention than me, but, like, on my Facebook and stuff like that, like, men crawl out of the woodwork, let me tell you. I, like, if I post a picture or something, like, look at this cool thing I did, you know, upside down or whatever, it's, like, the first thing they go to, they take it sexually. And um, I have a lot of conservative family who, they... They've just accepted this about me now because, you know, at first when I did it, they're like, oh, okay, she's just doing something, like, to take, you know, make herself feel better. But when I stuck to it for, like, years, they're like, okay, okay, I guess we just got to deal with this now. Um, occasionally, my, my dad will be like, I don't get the shoes. And, you know, just say comments <laughs> like that. Like, and I mean, like, dad... <laughs> It's not, you don't have to take a sexual yes that is a part of the exotic part of pole. But to me, over the years, it's just like, it feels like ballerina shoes to me. Like, I feel like a, like a graceful ballerina when I put on my heels, you know. And it makes me, like, get in touch with the music in the moment. But I got on an off tangent. Sorry there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the the comments and stuff I get are always a lot from men you know of like oh you want to you want to grind on my pole or this or that and oh, it's just oh like, no they, that's not even original <laughs> no i know it's it, it's just it's frustrating i'm so disappointed i know don't be that guy <laughs> i yes don't be that guy because if you know somebody or a woman or a man who does it, they don't do it for your pleasure. They do it for their own. And if they do do it for your pleasure, if they are dancers for a living, then you need to pay them. Yeah, yeah. it's probably like, really more for your money than for your pleasure. Like, they, <laughs> right. they take someone's talent and some someone's career and try to capitalize on it for free. It, it's not going to happen. If you're hitting on girls who are on polls, whether they're doing it for mm -hmm. themselves or for you, you need to be paying them. That's pay people for right. their time that's yes. all I'm saying yes and that is something that I'm starting hopefully going to be doing myself just because you said social uh, relationships so like you know you obviously have the men that are like they sexualize it and you know they take it like oh she posted this picture so I'm like obviously it's for me to like and like sexually just him. Yeah, yeah you posted it just for him just, that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> right 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 you were like you haven't spoken to me since sophomore year of high school can't wait till you send me a dirty message here's yeah. my cute Instagram picture yeah um but on the other hand I have gotten a lot of response um I get a lot of messages where women and men have sought me out in my social circles because I've done a lot of things over the years. So I've been in a lot of different communities. You were a Renaissance Fair person, weren't you? Yes, Renaissance Festival, Steampunk. Those people are haunt. tight, too. Yes. That's a community. Yes. Um, haunt, haunt people. So, like, I did haunt acting for a few years. So, like, that's 
my morbid dark crowd, you know, <laughs> we like go to dark Attica and the dock and everything. Um, so it's really cool. But like, I have a lot of different people, you know, men and women are like, I'm so like nervous. Like I would love to take a class. Like, do you know anywhere like men, for example, um, gay and straight, they have sought me out. Like, I see you do the pole dancing thing. Like, do you know anywhere where I could take classes? And it's been such a bummer up until this point. Cincinnati has not offered uh, classes to, you know, children, young adults, and men. Um, but now there is a new studio opening. This is endorsement you can here. Do a plug. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, integrated Aerials. Check them out. They should be starting up uh, the studio in like February, March. So they. They're going through a rebranded, rebranding, excuse me. They used to be Bella Fours of Fitness, and now they have changed their name, brought on new partners, and going um, as integrated aerials. So definitely check them out. They're looking into um, children's pole classes. So if you have a little gymnast on your hands, by all means, like check them out. Um, so that's some things that we've got in the works. Um, hopefully I will be teaching there, but we will see. Um, so, uh, yeah, but yeah, up until this point, Cincinnati has not offered that for men. And I found that kind of sad because I see, you know, studios on the West coast. Cause I follow a lot of blogs and stuff and uh, studios on Instagram and, you know, they have men in heels too. I mean, even they have some guys like who don't do the heels, but they still like it, you know, like Timber Brown, he's like a really big figure in the community and he's incredibly strong he was on i think america's got talent but um yeah All i can think about with men on poles and this is so silly <laughs> there was that vine of the guy on the pole playing the recorder yeah. what? yes paul i know who you're talking so about funny he, yes oh my gosh he is so great yeah he, he obviously knows what he's doing. Like, he's doing somewhat advanced-looking moves. Yeah. But yeah. he's also playing the recorder. It's very yes. silly. But it's a it's somehow impressive and ridiculous at yes. the same time. Yeah. Yes, he has gone viral. And um, I, he's one of the... One of the people I follow on the gram too, so he's great. <laughs> he he does like for all different holidays and stuff too, and he's done like happy birthday and like you know, Aww. it's great. It's definitely great. He's awesome. That's what a fun. marketable skill! I know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that recorder class in the That's second grade would stick with you, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, and a lot of women too will reach out to me and um, be like, I'm nervous. Like, what should I, what should I expect? And this and that. And I think that's nice that they like reach out to me, mm -hmm. but it started getting to a point where, you know, some people would ask me for my skills, like free of charge. And I didn't expect to become like a figure in my city for it and amongst my friends. But like, I mean, having so many friends and being yeah. in different circles over the years, like, it, it just happened, like, uh, what's the word? Help me out. Naturally. <laughs> yes, it, yeah. Helped yeah. Out, it happened naturally. So um, I'm hoping to get to a point where I can get paid for, like, my services and As stuff. As you should be. If you yeah. have so. friends who have skills that you would like to learn from, uh, pay your friends for their time. Pay your friends for their talent. Don't, mm -hmm. Don't yeah. try to get everything, you know, support your friends. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i give you an example. So when I first started pole and I had one in, in my home, um, I started hosting pole nights. And if any of my friends that went to pole <laughs> nights are listening, um, I loved it. It was great. But it was kind of like 
teaching without getting paid for it. But I didn't mind it at the time because, you know, like I was sharing this love that I had found. But now that I've started to hone my craft and everything, I wanted to transition to be able to teach myself. So, you know, in a way, it's like my friends that were like interested in in doing pole, they could come over. It would be like a safe space. It wouldn't be like in a class class and they could kind of like try it out, so to speak. You know, we'd put on some music, you know, and like they could like bring clothes if they wanted to or not, whatever they were comfortable with. So it was kind of like teaching without getting paid but and I think it's different when it's your idea so yeah. you go if you you love your art or your talent or your skill or whatever it mm-hmm. is and you want to share it with people and mm-hmm. you have that idea I'm going to open my home or my studio or whatever for people to come get a taste of this that's one thing mm-hmm. but I think when people are approaching you saying oh I want you to do this but for free yeah. for nothing I think that's different I think yeah. if it's your idea and you are doing it out of the generosity of your heart, that is one thing. But if mm-hmm. people are propositioning you for $0 bills, yeah. let's pay our friends in 2018. Well, and it's like, this is an art form. Like, this is a, a way of expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. No matter if you do this for sport or do it professionally, you mm-hmm. still should get paid for your art. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't walk into an art gallery and be like, oh, I really love that painting. Can I have it for free? Yeah. Like, can you just give that to me? Mm -hmm. Like, it's one thing if that artist is like, hey, I noticed that you really like this. Would you like to have it for free? Mm -hmm. Like, then, yes, take it and be like, hey, thanks, man. And do Mm -hmm. something nice for that person and, like, share it on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't. You should not approach someone and ask for their artwork for free. Mm -hmm. And a thing that's interesting to me is I think the social differences between people who are paid by people who are watching them dance and people who are paid by people who they are teaching to dance. Mm -hmm. I think it's crazy that end of the day we're doing the same activity in the same fashion or at least very Mm -hmm. similar and there's such a different social response Mm -hmm. based on this concept of doing it for yourself or doing it for someone else. Right. Um, That is crazy to me Mm -hmm. because in my mind pole dancing is pole dancing. I don't... Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are varying levels of talent and ability, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's crazy that, oh, I am a pole dance instructor for a living is, oh, my God, that's so great, and that's empowered, and that's so good. Or I'm a pole dancer for a living is, oh, maybe don't tell the other moms at daycare about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that there's such a, a juxtaposition there. Yeah, and it's really interesting um, following all different kinds of dancers and stuff. Um, there is a stigma, and still is to this day, about being a mother like being a dancer and doing it like for money and yet like you said like instructors are looked at in a different light than an exotic dancer which sex work is work you know I have a lot of yes it is I have I have a lot of respect for the women who do that and um it's not for everybody I will (laughs) I will say that um so (laughs) Working off of the whole social responses to doing pole, how do you feel about how pole coincides with motherhood and how specifically other mothers respond to you as a mom, also a pole dancer? Um, some some women are, like, super supportive of it, and then others are still don't really understand it because there is just 
like that stigma of like, oh, you do pole dancing. Oh, like you harlot. You know, I feel, <laughs> I do feel like where we are, um, like in the United States kind of has to do with that too. Cause like we're in the Bible belt, you know, and like, it's kind of unheard of. And I still like deal with women and who are like scared to be themselves. Like basically look down on other women who are secure in their sexuality. And I think it comes down to like other people not being secure in their sexuality. And when they see it in others, it bothers them. And I don't know why. That's you know? exactly mm-hmm. the thing. We, it, I see that at work all the time. And yeah. I, I wish it was so more, so much more accepted because it's like, if you come to a class, like, yes, there is like the sexiness involved, but it's all a part of it. And there's nothing wrong with being sexual and in touch with the sexual side of yourself, you know, like, and I feel more women need to be reminded and empowered through that. So it, it sucks when I come in contact with a woman who's just like, why do you do that? Like, why do you post Instagram videos of like your butt hanging out and stuff like that? Because I like my butt, okay? Yeah, maybe my butt looks really good hanging out. Maybe I'm yeah. proud of my butt. Yeah, and like, do you really wear a bathing that, suit in public, yeah. ma'am? Because yeah, what it's is... the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> and sure I you mean... have a crop top selfie wearing cowboy boots at a Riverbend concert, yeah. so... Yeah, it's, it, there's like, that's, it's the pole. It's like, what is the difference between a horizontal pole, like in a baller, ballet studio, and a vertical pole in a pole studio? You know, right. there's not too much of a difference. And it just bothers me that, you know... There's that closed-mindedness, like, I promise it's not evil, guys. Yeah. Like, do you get a lot of, like, what if your son sees this, like, later? Yes. Yes, I get that a lot. And it's like, me personally, what I, I'm just kind of feeling it out how I feel about it, too. But I don't want him to, like, sexualize other women. Mm -hmm. And I want him to, you know know about consent and know that just because a woman wears a certain item of clothing or has shoes on or is like dancing around a pole doesn't give you a right to her body you know there's so I I want to have it around Mm -hmm. I I have my pole shoes right in my living room you know my pole is in my living room he literally like grabs onto it and like will pull himself up it's the cutest thing But, (laughs) but um you know, like, I guess I try and do my own, like, sexy practice, like, on my own. And then, you know, I don't want it to be, like, a separate thing. Mm-hmm. I want to find a way to incorporate it into my mother life. And, you know, I know he's going to be interested in it, especially as he gets older. He's going to be like, oh, I can, like, spin around on mm-hmm. this thing, you know. And I want him to be okay with that and, you know, be able to tell his friends, like, yeah, my mom's a pole dancer and she's really strong and I'm really proud of her, yeah. you know, and she... And it's really fun. Exactly. And being around a woman who's empowered in her body and in her identity and in her sexuality even, there is no way that that can have a negative impact on a, a kid being yeah. raised. Like, seeing a woman who is fully empowered mm-hmm. is a totally positive thing for a kid to grow up with. Yeah. Yes. I think that we need to change the way, like children are raised about like sex I think that we've been raised our generation and before have been raised that it's a bad thing and now more and more people are raising their children differently and I think that it could be a really good thing you know it's not taboo it's okay to talk about sex with your kids it's okay to like know about it and have 
an open uh, relationship about that. So I feel the more that you try and hide things and keep things away, it makes them want to know about it more. It makes it like... Mm-hmm. No, that's the thing. That's like, okay, I'm trying yeah. to eat really healthy right now. And one of the rules for healthy eating is don't tell yourself that there are certain foods you're not allowed to eat because yeah. all you're going to want to do is eat them. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. You keep secrets from kids and you tell them this is taboo and this is off limits and you can't do it. Mm-hmm. They're going to immediately want to do it. It's like that with everything. That's like the yeah. the crazy porn that we sell at work. All the ins out. Okay, I shouldn't say crazy. Edit that out. Okay. <laughs> the wild porn that we sell at work. Uh that's all incest porn and stuff like that. These are not people who legitimately want to have incestuous relationships. The whole appeal is that it's taboo. Yeah. And that is so true for kids mm-hmm. and for teenagers. You tell them that they can't do it. And, like, if that is one of the stove, most so popular porn yeah. subjects. I'm it's super, sure. because of the taboo. Yeah. Taboo is appealing across the board to all kinds of people. And I just can't imagine that anyone is... As a grown-up is thinking to themselves, oh, God, <laughs> my parent was so empowered. What a traumatic experience. Yeah. Right. You know? Like right. That, exactly. That cannot possibly be anything but positive. Yeah. All that is is that society's views being pushed yeah. and um, other people's dogma just being pushed on you. And we got to let go of that shit. Yeah. Even yeah. in the store, I get so many... It is amazing to me. I've been doing this for almost five years, and it is still amazing to me every day that we have couples come in or groups of friends who come in or whatever, and there are women walking around the store just dogging on other, on the things that we sell, Mm -hmm. but not just the things that we sell, the people who would purchase the things that we sell. So yeah, my store sells some, some pretty off-the-wall things. Mm-hmm. We sell some some pretty obscure and unusual things. But we also sell a lot of really common sex toys. We sell mm-hmm. bullets, which are very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything that we sell is totally wild and inconceivable, but we get people who walk around the store all the time. Oh, my God. How could anyone use that? That is so disgusting. What kind of person must you be if you're into this? I can't believe you'd let someone do this to you. Yeah, There's such this the mentality. Store. Right. Yeah. You walked into the porn shop, lady. But, <laughs> you know, we're not forcing you to hang out here. There's the door. Right. But right. There's such this mentality of, of better than and of othering people who are mm-hmm. different than you or have different interests in you or somehow thinking that people who have claimed their sexuality and are owning their sexuality as an individual or as a couple or whatever are dirty or gross. Mm-hmm. Everybody has sex. Yeah. We didn't end up with this overpopulated world by people not having sex. Yeah. So, like, know, why not have fun? And why not own it? While you're doing it. Yeah. your sexuality. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing that will lead you to making better and healthier choices more efficiently than being secure and confident in your own sexuality. But yeah, I do. I mean, there's an epidemic of women specifically just shitting on other women mm-hmm. for being sexual beings. And like, girl... Let's leave that shit in 2017. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Well, along with all the other nonsense we need to leave in 2017. Yeah, that's tops on the <laughs> list. The women need to support other women and stop yucking other people's yum. You don't have to be into it. You don't have to understand it. But you also don't have to be negative about it. Exactly. Yeah. Just carry on. Yeah. And if you're interested, don't try and be like, this is another thing that kind of bothers me, where, like, they're interested, but, like, at the same time, they're kind of like, 
Well, I don't understand. I mean, I guess it'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm not sure what goes into it, but I mean, really? Like, I mean, how could it? It's like, okay, are you interested or are you not? Like, I feel like there's this gray area with you (laughs) right now, you know? I think a lot of times that's just people like you're they are interested, but they don't want to admit that that's mm-hmm. something they would be interested in. Right. Because, because societally, signal. yeah, we we say that that's, like, not a good thing. Like, that mm-hmm. only certain people do that kind of thing. And people think that oh. they need to justify mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. actions in terms of most sexual things. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and we did this, but I wasn't really into it. He yeah. initiated it, and I just, and I'm like, you know what? It's okay. If you had a good time and everybody yeah. was consenting and everybody was safe, you do you. Like, yeah. And, like, absolutely. saying that something like that is fun opens the door. Because maybe you have a friend and you don't know that that friend has thought that this might be fun before. Mm-hmm. But they haven't done it for whatever reason. And then you do it and you're like, oh, no, this is fun. Whether it be pole or whether it be mm-hmm. something sexual. Mm-hmm. Then that might empower them to be like, oh, my friend did this. And I don't think my friend is a bad person. Mm-hmm. So maybe me, I could do it, too. Like, I'll yeah, just it it do it, too. And I yeah. might have fun. Yeah. Another thing on the whole motherhood, um, I feel like when you become a mom, there is this, like, unspoken thing, like, where you're not allowed to be sexual anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you were sexual oh and got pregnant. Now you can't be sexual. It's not allowed. Yeah, yeah we talked about that in our last episode. Emily was saying that balancing <coughs> being a mother and being a sexual mm-hmm. being is, is a super complicated thing for a lot of people to get. It is. It's like they just think that once you pop a baby out... Like, you're done. All your sex yeah. job you're, is finished. You're done. You, you did your duty. You must only shop in the women's section now. <laughs> like, you cannot. You must wear blouses. Yeah. <laughs> like, Forever 21 still fits. <laughs> right. Like, no, but no. Like, yeah, it's going from that, like, and I'm relating it back to, like, witchy things, but, like, it's going from that maiden stage, like, where you're where you're fresh and new and first love and you're experiencing sex and la, 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 la. And then you go into that mother stage where it's like you have a baby and you're settling down now. <laughs> and it's like, am I still allowed to be sexual? Yes, you are. You are still allowed to be sexual. In fact, it's still fun, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Did not yeah. change. We are going to have an episode coming up where we talk to couples who have been married and who have been parents for yay amount of times. And we're going to dive into how that has affected their sex lives and their ideas of themselves mm-hmm. as a sexual being. So y'all can look forward to that. We can dip into that a little more. Oh, that's funny. Um, far as a pole dancing life with a significant other. So a lot of um, men and women will be like, oh, I bet your sex life is great. And I mean, it is. It is great. But um <laughs> <laughs> it, people have this stigma that, like, you know, like, I give lab dances to him all the time. And, and it's not like this. This is what pole dancing, uh, life with a pole dancer is, okay? So it's like, I'll give you an example. So I'm doing this challenge right now on on the gram. And we're doing, like, floor work moves. And I, like, do a little freestyle, like, every day, right? And I decided to put it off because I was like, I'm really tired. I'm just going to go to bed. So we go upstairs, we go to bed and like, he's starting to game on his phone and I pull out my, my phone and I start scrolling through Instagram (laughs) and it wasn't five minutes before I was like watching some of my uh, friends videos and being like, I got to go downstairs and I, I honey, I'm just going to go put my heels on and just one song, just, just, he's like, just one song. (laughs) See, but he's like, if you have someone who does that sort of thing a lot, it's probably eventually just like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Like, 
okay, no, go do know. it. My yeah. partner gets sick to death <laughs> hearing about sex toys. I'm sure she's like, Jesus Christ, Sam, we get it. Like, yeah, it's just like anything else. Like if you're if you live with someone who like owns a bakery, eventually you're like, oh my gosh, another cake. Like, yeah. please get these cakes out of my life right yeah. now. Like, let's it's just like, eat a normal meal, okay? It's like working in a restaurant. Eventually, you're gonna get sick of eating the food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's always new and novel and exciting. Right. Yeah. Um, Expectation, reality. reality. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I know everybody's always like, and customers say this to me all the time at the store. They're always about, oh, your partner. They always say your I boyfriend, bet. and I am quick to correct him, but <laughs> must just love that you work here. And I'm like, yeah, she doesn't care. Like, yeah. there's, we don't, it's not like we this go is... home every day and I'm like, look at all this sexy, sexy, yeah. sex stuff we did all day at the sex shop. Ooh, sex, you know? That's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Like, you're not, I would imagine, just wandering around your house like, being a seductress all the yeah, time too. right that must on. be what i do all yeah. day yeah. you just wear pleasers and uh, <laughs> dance wear all 24 hours yeah time. booty shorts <laughs> all the just time prance around yeah. which i do wear booty shorts all the time that is true <laughs> like i never want to wear pants because it's like they're so comfy neither does alex pants are the worst like don't even <laughs> you don't even have to explain to me I you hate will love it at the whole studio <laughs> There's no pants, like, ever. <laughs> yes, no pants. This episode, no pants, ever. Well, Rissa, we loved having you. Thank you. Thank it you was so a much great time. for coming on. Yeah. And uh, our next, well, who knows when our next episode will be out. We'll get around to it. We'll have a next episode eventually. We'll let you know. Yeah. We have <laughs> our, uh, a good place for you to go if you'd like to know when our next episode comes out. Our, our website, www.adorepodcast.com. Or our Facebook page, uh, Adore Podcast. You can't miss it. Yeah, you can. And where can we find Rissa on Instagram again? Um, My name is mylady underscore say what. Um, I have a public profile. Just hit the little follow button. I'm really friendly and silly sometimes. So, yeah, (laughs) if you want to see what shenanigans I'm up to, go ahead and follow me there. And uh, check out uh, Instagram. Uh, check out Integrated Aerials, the new studio up and coming in Cincinnati. It's going to be great. Um, other pole studios you can check out are Pole Kittens and Posh Fitness. Those are other studios that I have studied at. And yeah. So we'll put links to all that on yes. our website too on the episode page for this yeah. very episode. So take head over to our website, click the links, check out Riza, check out the studios. Yeah, give us a five-star review. Yes, please. Yeah. (laughs) Just do it. It's so easy. Just click five. Write a great little blurb about how we are your favorite podcast of all time. Even if we're the only podcast you've ever listened to. That automatically makes us your favorite. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, check out our sponsors, Second Side Spirits, Ludlow, Kentucky. They're awesome. Rum, rum, rum. Yum, yum, yum. (laughs) And uh, keep your shirt on Covington in Covington, Kentucky. And a little plug for that one. If you are a resident of Covington and you can vote in the next election, you should probably look into voting for M. Spears for Covington City Commissioner. Yes. We love you, M. Spears. M. Spears, you're our all-time fave. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.